The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, fall has definitely arrived here in Northeastern Ohio. (laughs) It has been rainy and chilly all week long, and today it's super windy outside. And oh my goodness, this is one of my favorite times of the year. I'm not sure if it's because we get to pull out all the sweaters and make soup or if it's drinking tea all day after going for a long walk in the chilly breeze. I'm not sure what it is, but I just love this time of the year. The fall is also full of just so many holidays and festivals. One of my favorites is the Lantern Festival, which I'll tell you a little bit more about in this episode. It traditionally comes at the beginning of November And there's just nothing like making homemade lanterns and then going outside for a walk at dusk, carrying lanterns, and perhaps singing some songs. So welcome to episode 55, where I want to share with you a few really simple ideas for celebrating fall as a family. My goal here is to spark some ideas in you so that you can craft a few celebrations this fall with your children. But before we dive in to some specific ideas about the fall season, I just want to highlight what celebrating the natural rhythms of the seasons can bring to us as a family. You've probably heard me talk about rhythm before. Uh, Sometimes we talk about our daily rhythm as homeschoolers. Uh, 
And it really all starts with this yearly rhythm, right? The cycle of the seasons. And I think celebrating the seasons with our children is one of the very, the most rewarding things that we can do together as a family. And here are just a few reasons why. Here are a few benefits of celebrating together. We can strengthen family bonds. We get to work together toward a common goal, like on a common project. This can help lighten up our homeschooling load uh, and give us a break in between lesson blocks. It provides uh, celebrations, provide opportunities really for everyone to contribute, no matter what their age is. Uh, They give us a sense of togetherness help us to mark the cycle of the seasons, the rhythm of the seasons, as I said, and increase our connection to nature. And also create, they can create opportunities for just some good old fashioned family fun. We could all use a little more of that, right? (laughs) Okay, celebrating the seasons and festivals can really run the gamut as well. It can from super, super simple with just one activity, perhaps, to a more elaborate celebration that involves preparation ahead of time. We get to decide. We get to decide how involved we want to be in each celebration. And I, the best way to look at this to me is by season by season. So things you might consider including in such a celebration, such a seasonal or holiday or festival celebration, songs, poems, craft activities, uh, or art projects, a ritual, food, food is always good, and an outdoor activity of some kind. But the choice is really yours. And honestly, sometimes a candle and a special food item is perfect. Now, For a few personal reflections, I really love the seasons and observing the changes that each season brings. And this really was deepened. I wouldn't say it came about because I've loved spending time outdoors ever since I was a little girl, but I really deepened my awareness and appreciation for the seasons when I started, uh, going on a walk every day by myself. So when my kids were young, uh, this activity, this daily ritual really helped me to begin to pay more attention, right? To the little changes that happen each and every day from day to day. And so I would just go for a walk every morning. This daily routine started because I really wanted some time for myself, like to myself each day as a homeschooling mom. And my husband has always worked from home. So at that time, long ago, when I just had two little boys, I requested of him that he, you know, hold down the fort, (laughs) be at home so that I could go out for this morning walk by myself, right? That was the point. <laughs> Go for a walk by myself every single morning. And I, once I started, I literally went every day. Uh, and what began to happen was that I really started to notice 
the little changes out in nature that the cycle of the seasons brings, right? Uh, Things like the leaves starting to turn color just a tiny bit, like it shifts just a teeny tiny bit every day. First, they get this little golden hue, like in addition to the green, and then they turn really gold and then brighter colors. And then the leaves begin to blow about and fall to the ground. So just little, little incremental changes. That was the benefit of my daily walk. I would notice the crisp air and the amazing gold sunlight in the fall, that angle of sun in the fall, or the wild winds of winter and those little black capped chickadees that fluff up their feathers to stay warm. Uh, And then in the spring, those little tiny, tiny, tiny green shoots that start to peek out long before we even begin to think about springtime coming. In the summer, the gentle rains of summer that come with this rich, earthy smell. I just love the sights and smells and changes, sounds too, and changes that each new season brings. Now, as a homeschooling family, we really focused on paying attention to these uh, changes, to acknowledging the changes of the seasons in many different ways as well, by spending time in nature, by bringing little signs of nature indoors, and by crafting seasonal celebrations together as a family. Our seasonal celebrations would vary from year to year and from season to season. And sometimes we'd have big celebrations, right? Sometimes it just included a nature walk to go outside and notice, right? Or a simple craft activity. Each season really has its own character, its own beauty, and it's so joyful to stop and notice, right? Uh, I love this idea that that the seasonal rhythms are outside of us and something that happen, that cycle of season ha- seasons happens, whether we think about it or not, whether we pay attention to it or not. And to pay attention to it, I think, really deepens our experience, our experience of being human. So to step outside, to feel the air, notice the weather explore the floor of a forest and how it changes, marvel at the birds and the trees. We just get to enjoy, to savor, and to relish all the flora and fauna that is about us and comes with each new season. So if you want more ideas on celebrating festivals as a family in general, I have a podcast episode episode about festivals through the year. So you can go to artofhomeschooling.com slash episode five to hear that one. So what are some fun and simple ways we can celebrate the fall season as a family? I thought I would share ideas with you by going through the myriad of festivals and holidays that fall brings us, right? 
and through the lens of my own family experience. So for me and my family, the fall really begins with celebrating the start of the Jewish New Year with Rosh Hashanah, which is a time to begin afresh, right? It it falls at the beginning of the year. Uh, I I like that it's the beginning also of the school year and the homeschooling year. And it's just a time to, to look back and look forward. And then comes Yom Kippur, which for me, really for each of us is a time to focus inward and reflect on that whole year that has passed where, you know, for me, where I've been off the mark and where I want to make amends to those I love. So that's a great start to the year for me. Uh, It also reminds me that celebrating festivals and seasons also has an inner reflective quality, like each season and each festival has their own energy, their own flavor, and a feeling really that corresponds with uh, some possible inner reflection that can happen. So keep that in mind, because I think that can help us deepen as as moms or as parents, help us deepen our relationship to nature and to ourselves as a part of that you know, a part of nature. Uh, this So this time of year, um, the very beginning of the year uh, is always a great time for apple picking, for uh, freshening up the nature table, for maybe making a few new items for the nature table, for baking, uh, and really a festive celebratory feel, right, to a new year. Okay, next comes Michaelmas, which is uh, a holiday. I like to call it the holiday of strength and courage. This is uh, something that's more common and really on the calendar in Waldorf circles. It's an old time festival that for my family really correlates with the fall equinox and often the season of Sukkot, which is the Jewish harvest festival. And these three really all blend together beautifully. So we wouldn't celebrate each of these separately. We would find a way to combine. There's an inner reflection that happens during this time when we can think about that balance of light and dark and the time of year when we want to gather our inner forces for the quieter, darker months ahead. And the fall harvest is really the focus here. So we might be harvesting from our garden. We might be going to a farm and doing some harvesting uh, and then making some food with our harvest. My favorite fall festival of them all is the Lantern Festival, which usually comes in early November. But here's what I love about festivals. We can take any of these activities and decide where they fit into our calendar of celebrations for wherever we live in the world. So for example, you could have a little lantern walk or a lantern, a whole lantern festival. If you want to make it into a bigger celebration, you could do that anywhere from the fall equinox in September through new year's at the beginning of January. So discover what calls to you and what you know works like fits into your calendar. So as an as a as an example of this you could make some lanterns, right? Learn some lantern songs, uh 
share a story about light, about lanterns, about discovering our own light, uh, learn songs about darkness and light and shining your light out into the world and create a little festival for yourself for any of these holidays. Just keep this in mind. You could do it for the fall equinox. You could even do it for Halloween. You could do it for that lantern festival time in early November, for Thanksgiving, or for the winter solstice, or for New Year's. That's such a beautiful thing that there there is quality, the qualities of light and uh, and shining brighter, you know, out into the world that this whole fall season all the way into the new year. And so you could create a festival at any of those points in the season. Every year for our lantern festival, we would find a new way like to make lanterns, a different kind of lantern every year. We've made balloon lanterns and the, and the more traditional tissue paper on glass jar lanterns. We've made paper lanterns with cutouts, carved lanterns, all kinds of lanterns. And every time we would discover something new and fun from making our lanterns. One year, we even had a lantern festival outdoors where there were were tornado warnings. Uh, And boy, was it windy. Oh my gosh, windy and rainy. Okay, another fun activity in the fall, really at the start of each new season, is um, that we would take time out to change out our nature table, right? Um, And decorate it. So I, I, have just this little spot in our house that actually moved throughout the years. It was in the middle of our dining room table. It was on the mantle to keep it out of reach of toddlers and cats. And it was now it's on top of a little bookshelf. Uh, And we decorate it, right? Where we set out a little scene with a variety of items that represent the season. I still do this to this day. So for example, right now on my nature table, I have a needle felted pumpkin, a little black cat that I stitched out of felt, a postcard of a pumpkin patch, and these beautiful yarn decorated leaves that we made many, many years ago when my kids were little. And this is a super fun, simple activity. You can just take card stock cut in the cut out shapes of leaves and then take lots of different colored yarn, maybe fall in fall colors and glue the yarn onto the card stock in fun circles, spirally interesting shapes and colors. And they make these beautiful leaves. Other fall gems, our favorite fall soup (laughs) in our family is a corn chowder made with coconut milk. And now we even get to make it in our instant pot. Uh, My favorite fall beverage is a hot chai tea. My kids' favorite fall drink was always hot apple cider. So after spending the afternoon in the woods, you know, messing around in in the leaves or walking through the creek... Uh, we would come home and have a hot cup of uh, apple cider. Such a fun thing. In the winter, it's hot cocoa. In the fall, it's hot cider. So I just want to invite you to really be creative 
um, in thinking about celebrating the fall together this year, because we could all use a little extra boost of family time, togetherness, and a sense of hope. The rewards are so many. By celebrating the seasons together as a family, we create memories, little mementos of each new season with our children growing stronger together. Plus, we can just have lots of fun. So you can weave in, like I said, you can weave in, in a way, I like to think of it as a mini lesson block on almost. So if you know anything about the lively arts, uh, you can weave those in. You can weave in a story, a poem, some movement or clapping games, songs, a craft activity, an outdoor nature activity, all kinds of wonderful things. If you want more ideas, I have a whole masterclass called Celebrating Festivals with Children. It's found inside the Homeschool with Waldorf membership. This is a monthly membership, and we would just love to have you join us. It's a, an amazing group of homeschoolers who share ideas and support for each other all through the year. And this masterclass, this particular masterclass, is, uh, it not only has lessons on why celebrating festivals, how to choose which festivals, how to design your festival, and then how to bring it to life in your own home. But it also has three amazing bonuses. One of them is the Lantern Festival. So there's a video on how to make eight different kinds of lanterns. There are instruction sheets. There's songs, uh, the recordings, audio of songs that you can learn. And, uh, all of that so that you can create your own lantern festival easily. There is then a second bonus on celebrating, crafting, putting together a spiral walk for your family, which is a wonderful Advent or winter solstice activity, comes with an ebook and some songs to learn. Plus, there is another ebook on uh, building community. So if you are interested, we would love to have you come and join us. And you can check that out at artofhomeschooling.com slash artofhomeschooling.com slash homeschool with Waldorf. We'd love to have you. All right. That wraps it up for uh, this episode about celebrating fall. I hope you have a wonderful fall season wherever you are in the world and that you bring in some of these activities to like choose a celebration or just a moment when you want to uh, acknowledge the seasonal changes with your family in a celebratory way. I'd love to hear how it goes. If you want to check out the show notes with some links, you can do that over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 55. Thanks for joining me. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.